When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What it is, welcome to an exciting adventure of Real Talk with Tyrus. And today, my special guest, I'm really excited about this, um, two, well, one of my favorite people uh, on the planet and one that I, well, he's, I'll say he's a favorite too, but um, during my career in the WWE, I met a lot of different personalities and a lot of different people, but two people that uh, really affected my life and stood out to me would be, um, you would know them at the time, since in WWE terms, would be Damian Sandow and Santino Morella, who I had the great privilege of uh, tagging with and working with. And some of the most fun I've ever had in front of the camera has been with uh, both of the, these two guys. And we traveled together on the road for about, I think, about three years. So uh, we we had a lot of exciting adventures. And with this time of craziness, I thought it would be fun to just tell some old stories with a couple of good buddies of mine and see how they're doing and just uh, catch up. So uh, first thing we got to figure out here uh, is what do we call each other? Because we all have a lot of names. And I was trying to figure this out at the beginning of the show because I always called you – I always called – Santino Tino, but his your real name is Anthony, but you had a character called Boris. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so I would call you Tino, uh, and Aaron would call you Boris. You would call yeah. me Brodus. Aaron would call me Brodus. I would call Aaron Idol. I would call Aaron Idol, and you would call him you would call him Aaron because you would just always be calling him out on his bullshit. <laughs> That's yeah, no, it's funny because you, you you become accustomed to responding to different different names. You know, my name's Anthony, but the world knows me as Santino. But for a two-year period of my life in the city of Louisville, Kentucky, I was a gentleman named Boris. So anyone, <laughs> anyone that met me during that time, uh, they still call me Boris. And I'm, I'm still uh, conditioned to respond to it, believe it or not. Because yeah. you're in character 24-7. Like, like, tell them the full story. Like, with the supermarket, the, you know, the, the school, when you got on the mic, the PA system, and started <laughs> in a Russian yeah, accent. It, it was fun. So it's funny. So growing up in Toronto, we have a lot of first-generation Canadians. So all our parents are from different countries, whether it's, you know, Croatia, Malta, Poland, Portugal, Greece, Italy. My whole street was all... All the parents are immigrants and all the kids are first generation Canadians. So it's interesting because you grow up with two cultures. You, you have a strong connection to the motherland and you grow up in Canada. So all the parents, they kind of butcher the language. A lot of them came here when they were in their 20s. If you came, like, for example, my dad doesn't have too strong of an Italian accent. He came here when he was eight. Um, but if someone that came here when they were 23, you know. Right they're never going to lose it. Like my next door neighbor is son of a gun, Ivan. And that's obviously where I got the son of a gun from. And um, so when I would speak in Louisville, Kentucky, nobody knows what Russian is. So I would just speak in the Croatian. I picked up from my neighbors 
And people were there, <laughs> they thought it was real Russian and they would come up to me and thank me. And so all the kids in my neighborhood that run around my little complex, I never broke character to them. And uh, it was always fun just because <laughs> pe people would be over at the house and, you know, I'm talking normally. And then these kids would come up to the front door and they'd be like, hi, Boris. And I'm like, hello, kids. How are you? <laughs> See, but that's then, the that's the beauty of of wrestling. Oh, old school. If you're an old school soul in wrestling, you never break gimmick. Never. And that's, you know, that was one of the things is you and I were baby faces. So we could be hang out, we could have dinner together, we're best of friends, but Aaron uh, or Idol or Sandow uh, was a bad guy. So he would have to sneak around with us. Like if we walked out to the car, he'd have to walk behind us because we th yeah. that was the commitment to the bit. You know, and I'm trying to think. I don't think uh, what, by the time we were with him, he was always a heel. I, I, I don't remember you ever the being. Crowd, yeah, the they, crowd was kind of turning. But there was a couple times, yeah, he had to duck down in the back seat because the bad guy was riding with some good guys. Yeah, which we, is why I would always ride in the back seat. Okay, that's not yeah. why. That's not yeah, why. Yeah, that's not why, yeah. Yes, but, it is. All right, yes, so is. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess now I'll turn to uh, Idol, Aaron. So for the purpose of this show, are you guys calling me Brodus or Tyrus? Whatever you're comfortable with. Uh, you know, Tyrus, let's keep it branding. Branding, you know. But it's I'll weird Tyrus, because when we get off Brodus the phone – He's going to be Tino again, and he's going to call me Brodus, and you're going to yeah, call yeah. me Brad. So let's just for the let's just go with what we know. Let's not we, we're yeah. going to keep it real today. Uh, my, my brand will in be my fine. Phone, in my phone, it's Idol and Brodus is the, our group chat. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, and that's... my group chat is Idol and Tino. So yeah, yeah. all right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Aaron, there is his background. Uh, you, you're not a stranger from my podcast. You were my on the grounds reporter on, uh, Tyrus and Timp, uh, yes. uh, quite a few times. So, um, your wrestling career, you started out as idol mm -hmm. and that was in tribute to Austin. Idol. No, no, no. That was, um, I, I started out because I was uh, very, very young and I was just given the name of the teen idol, Aaron ah. Stevens. And, um, but then when oh. I got to OVW, uh, Cornette just goes, you're going to be Aaron, the idol Stevens. So I kind of grew up and then, um, and then it just kind of stuck from there. And then I, I was idol up until I was Damian Sandow in WWE. So and that was the second round in WWE. Right. So yeah. Was, uh, yeah. Aaron Stevens was first, right? Yes. Yeah, so like I said, we have we all have a lot of names. So, um, how did we get together? Um, Aaron and I, I, we met in um, FCW, and we both had the sarcastic look on our face, and we just kind of <laughs> hit it off. We because it was round two. Yeah, it was both right? round two. We both been fired before. We both were basically told, "You're here to enhance, guys." <laughs> and that's it, <laughs> yep. you know. Uh, and uh, I remember the first time I met uh, Santino, he came in to work on stuff. He was uh, coming down from the road, big Ross star, to work on a couple things. And we were rolling on the ring, and it, he got in the ring with us, and he needed volunteers. Uh, to his credit, he didn't do like Batista and the other guys did. Where we all had to bump and feed for him. We just did like a tag match, and everybody tagged in and out. And uh, I went to drop an elbow on somebody, and as I jumped up in the air, the guy moved too soon, and I just stopped myself in the air and came down on my feet, and he was just, did you see that? Did you see him do that? I couldn't believe he did that. And I was like, yeah, I'm an athlete. That's why I'm here. Why are you here? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is before the, the Cobra came out. This is when he was the young upstart uh, Italian uh, immigrant who 
shock the world and beat the Intercontinental Champion, uh, who was undefeated, I believe, at the time um, on national TV and Raw. So, and then um, didn't really didn't talk to him for a while after that. You and I became uh, grizzled vets of FCW, and then we moved up to TV. Um, you already had a relationship with uh, – because you guys have been together longer. I just kind of came on the scene a little bit later because you guys were already – you guys knew each other from OVW, correct? Yeah, we were actually yeah. roommates for like, what, two or three years in Louisville and then like roommates for five years in Tampa. <laughs> so yeah. you guys basically but, were common-law married. Basically. Um, well, yeah, something like that. Hey, but, but Brodus, you, um, you helped me with something with my – my my MacBook. Do you remember that? At yeah. The FCW. I oh. needed. It was something about my computer, and they said. So Aaron and I, and they used to call you Big George. Your first run, right? Yep. Yep. So we know a guy <laughs> named Big George, and then when I heard there was another Big George, I go, "Hold on, it can't be two Big Georges." And then uh, <laughs> so that was when I was like, "Where's the other Big George?" And I go, "Okay, actually, he's." He's big enough to be Big George. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I met the criteria. I had the name yeah. and the size. Yeah, and then you helped me with something. I can't remember what it was. Something on my computer, I bet. It was I that, and uh, I was doing the, um, what was it? It was an elephant gimmick. Uh, it was the pachyderm of pheromone or something like that, where I did the elephant trunk before I came out, and you laughed and said that was great, where I took my hand like a trunk and put it up and down. Um <laughs> Well, not that I'm uh, saying anything, but shortly after that, the Cobra was born, and it's very similar. Not saying you stole something, but because it's a Cobra, clearly a reptile, not a mammal like an elephant, but it was very similar. It, it was very similar. Can, can we back up for a second? Because I, I want to say something to Boris's slash Anthony slash Santino slash Tino's point. Um, and, and to you, Terrace, like... <laughs> Do people at Fox, do they ask you tech questions? Because I, I am going to put you over, and I Anthony will back me up on this. When it comes to technology, you have always been like two steps ahead of everyone else because we would frequent a Best Buy. <laughs> yeah, no, we're just, hey, it's called keeping it real. We're doing this, right? So the good, the bad, and the indifferent. We could so, not drive by a damn Best no. Buy without, and, without Braddis grabbing the wheel and jerking it off the road. Yeah. <laughs> but, but no, like when you say like we spent time in a car just to kind of paint the picture of everybody, we, and this is for about like around three years, we were together every single yeah, day. Yeah, people don't realize you're married. With the, yeah, with the exception of Wednesday, because we would on Friday, we would leave our homes, meet up, rent a car, then work all the way through Tuesday night. Then we would have to get to the airport together on Wednesday yeah. Um, we'd fly home Thursday. We didn't see each other Friday. We would just do it right again. And yeah. we had again, That's when there was both TVs too. Yeah. And everybody would always, always come up to me and go, what kind of conversations are taking place in your car? And we were just obviously three, uh, you know, very different. Just, oh yeah. We were in but somehow but, you know, different, but, but, but similar kind of like, uh, 
you know, Archie Bunker and uh, George Jefferson, right? Yeah, that kind of a thing. <laughs> to the, the answer, similar. the answer to your question is no. I play dumb here with technology. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, sorry to no. I, I, I prefer not to, but I have wired my like uh, my in my office. My Xbox is hooked up while the computer goes simultaneously. <laughs> so, here's the thing: it comes from I don't trust anyone. So I want to know <laughs> what everything does ahead of time. So I don't. I'll never wait for someone to be able to go through my records or find my stuff. So. Uh, and Best Buy was my favorite place to go shopping because I always wanted to be the guy to have the thing before anything else came out. Like, we oh. had the movie uh, iPad thing in the, the front projector. of the car before yes. anybody else did. I like to stay ahead of the grade. That was, like, my thing. But I had run up so much credit at Best Buy after years. I never wanted to get a membership because, again, don't trust anybody, and they have to ask for your information, and I don't like that. <laughs> and then one guy it was like, you know, you have, like, a million points, and if you just filled out a couple things, you could cash them in today. And I said, well, what's it worth? You know, and he's like, uh, you could buy anything in the store today, sir. <laughs> and they had a they had a 90-inch <laughs> flat-screen TV. I got that, two Xboxes, and a projector screen, and an iPad for about $5 after I cashed in all my points. So there was a reason yeah. why I stopped at Best Buy's, Tino. Every, it, because it was, uh, I spent a small fortune there trying to stay ahead of the game. But since then, I've, I've become grounded now and I don't, I'm not as paranoid as I used to be. Or, or I'm, maybe not paranoid is the word I'm looking for. Not militant as I used to be. Um, I guess uh, hey, old you, wisdom hey, do you does that. the ball of cables? No, no, yeah. Well, I was gonna say the ball of cables. Like, so, so we would start every every single Friday. We'd get the car, and then, um, you know, Tyrus he he would have. There was just like it was a ball. You have to stay and, connected, okay? Yes. Oh no, and, and I'm like, not. But I never said I was organized. <laughs> no, but you, you had your own method because, yeah. and and to this day, I don't know how you did it, but you would it plug works. in the auxiliary thing first, so you could hook up three different things. <laughs> To the one charger you would have the cables in and then every single tour we would start the trip off with your playlist and the number one song was criminal set by exhibit like when i heard yeah. that song i'm like okay we're on the road here we go and we Get just started driving yeah the, and, i was uh, in charge of entertainment santino yes. was the roots he was the one who kept us on schedule uh, what time we had to, cause we had to, we had to get to the hotel. We had to get a good night's sleep, which was very important to Tino. Uh, he had to have his coffee this morning. We had to have a decent, healthy breakfast. And then we had to hit the gym. Like Tino made sure that was his role was like, we have to get these things. We will not be slackers. We will not sleep in our hotel room all day. Like it was very important to him. And he, he very, here's the thing about, uh, you, is if, for those of you who are hearing his voice for the first time, this is as loud as his voice gets. He is not a yeller. But he he can he he in, amplifies his rate of speech. The faster he talks, the more upset he is. So you don't want to get a fast talking by uh, by Santino. So he was in charge of that. I'm not sure to this day what your function was in the group, Aaron. I feel like you just kind of played us. You just played the middle. I'm not. You didn't plan things. You never rented the cars or booked the hotels. You just complained a lot. He can't. He, well, he, and also he didn't drive. No, because, he did not uh, drive. Well, there was no need. There was no need. But I, I, I actually, and I'll admit this in the air publicly, um, I pretended to drive bad on purpose because it would frustrate you to the point of, I mean, and, and like there's rules of the road, right? So if you're not familiar yeah. with kind of how wrestling works, 
Um, and and I'm, I'm going, this has been 50 years. There's the rules of the road. Nobody sleeps because you have to stay awake with the driver. Everyone takes turns driving. Well, I just refused because you know what? Life was tough enough. And no, okay, I'm going to stop you I, now. You did not refuse. You <laughs> manipulated. Back me up on this. He didn't say, he look, guys. Solid, he didn't get in the car and be like, miles. yeah, look, guys, I'm not driving. Y'all drive or I'm going to f*** somebody up tonight. That is not what happened. What he would say is, Oh, I, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you guys were already in the front seat. I'll, I'll get to the next one. Then he would get in the back and he'd go, ha ha. Oh, I accidentally took uh, my sleeping medication instead of uh, the the coffee, the, the caffeine pill. Looks like I'm going to fall asleep, guys. I'm so sorry. And he would, and I'd be like, yeah, you're really sorry. Why did you make the back seat in the form of a bed? At, at one point he would, he wanted to, he put the very back seat up and the middle seats down. So it looks like he had a launch chair while we would drive. And uh, he would sit back there, and every once in a while, he would add something not really productive to the conversation. Hold on to your steering wheels, folks. We'll be right back after this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. One night in particular, Tino had had enough and I had had enough and we got together and we said, he's driving tonight. I'm tired. You're tired. He's driving tonight. And we confronted you and said, you are driving tonight. And you said, yes, you know what, guys? You're right. I'm sorry. I will do my part. I will drive tonight. He gets in the thing. It starts out okay. I'm in the back seat, stretched out. No, no, no. I'm sitting, it's comfortable, I, isn't it? I'm sitting in, the, in the Aaron Lounge chair. It's Tino's, comfortable. Tino's riding shotgun. We get on the freeway, and I'm just noticing car after car after car passing us. And I didn't think much of it at first. And then I looked at Santino, who was his breathing was irregular. Uh, there was a, there was a vein <laughs> popping out his forehead, and I realized I looked over Aaron's shoulder and I saw he's going thirty five in a seventy, and I just said, "No, do not fall for this, Tino. I don't care if it takes us eight hours to get there. This fool, uh, and I said something else with an F, is driving." And you, Tino looked at me, and goes, "Yes, you're right. He's driving. He's driving." I sat back. Close my eyes now, because here's the other thing. Uh, Tino is a magnificent dresser. Everything matches. If you call uh, it, yeah. It's yeah he, everything matches. It. Everything has a place. Um, and he likes scarves. He's He <laughs> likes scarves. <laughs> he loves a good scarf. And throat, neck, neck. Yes, it it it. it, it it, it, but it works. Your style works. It's very a uh, European, Canadian kind of. You are who you are. Um, you and pull it, off. It, it might be just a snug tight, but that's again, it's it's <laughs> what you do. When I saw this scarf come off, and it came off like like you were someone was ripping off a flail. Like it was it was the scarf was coming out. Normally, you fold things neatly, but you don't leave anything around. You're you're and. The jacket, which was very difficult for you to take off because it was tight and it was a jean jacket. And for you to take like, and it wasn't a lot of room for you to take. You were getting so upset that you were stripping. And then you finally just said, in, in the softest, evilest voice ever, pull over. I'm driving. I can't take this anymore. And 
he was, are you, are you sure? I, uh, and then he went through this whole thing about his phobias of driving and traffic. And I'm like, but you creating traffic by driving 35 miles an hour in the middle of the night, there was nobody else on the road other than people passing us by because he was driving so slow. And unfortunately, well, safety first, safety first, Forrest. Yes. First. That's all I kept saying. And then we kicked him out. We got there out. safely, didn't we? You're welcome. Yes. Because Tino drove. But yeah, well, also it was like the beginning of like a five hour drive and like he was going to make the five hour drive an eight hour drive. Yes. And, uh, yeah, it was, um, I, I'm a patient man, but that was my limit. And, uh, you know what? I'll drive. Cause I, that's fine. That's fine. We got more done when you and I drove anyways, you know, we had good conversations. Yeah. We, we talked about life, which I always complained was too long. Um, <laughs> yep. You know, we yep, had a yeah. we had a nice dynamic. And meanwhile, we both all three of us had pretty good careers going on uh, at the same time, which is unusual for guys to travel together. Usually doing well, usually guys who are doing well, try to single out someone who's doing not who does all the heavy lifting and driving and trying to please the guy who's doing well, because maybe he'll pitch you in a story. You know, yeah, yeah that, well, that's true. It's also funny because we uh, we had different niches, so to speak. Right. You know, big guy, you know. Byron eventually did some comedy stuff, but you know, he's like the, you know, the, the heel and I was a comedy guy. And, and so it's it's not like anybody was threatening anybody type thing, but bro, it's like, I got to tell a quick story about, uh, so I was trying to explain to my students last week, the, uh, the value of failure oh, and then great trying lesson. to make, and then trying to make the failure in the wrestling ring, I'm talking about when you try and do a move, like try and give a body slam and it, you can't do it. You, you know? blow the spot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So when I would go up on the second rope and, you know, in our tag matches in my entrance. Oh my God. <laughs> wave, oh yes. In Europe. I remember that. I would wave to the audience and I would slip on the top rope, catch myself on the stomach, like just drape myself over the top rope. And then I would be mortified. And then I would come to you for some kind of like, you know, just to like reassurance, my head, reassurance. And the way you would just slowly turn away and, and just cover your face. And the audience would think like, Oh man, that wasn't supposed to happen. Look like, you know, they're, they're trying sold, to yeah. keep, keep their composure and God, then we started, then I did it every single night, but you need the right straight guy on the apron to just pull it off like that. And you well, were perfect. And we took it to the subtle. next level because then we'd have a great comeback. Uh, like we would start beating the guy up and I would grab the guy's arm and tag Santino and tell him to go up. And you'd be like, no, I can't, I can't buy. And we'd like the crowd be like, you can do it. You can, they believed in you because they believed you yeah. fell the first time. Yeah. And then you would yeah. go up and I always like, you'd go to the second one and then you'd climb down to the first one and then drop the worst double ax handle ever. But <laughs> it was, uh, that type of fun we did. And I always think about being my funnest time wrestling, honestly, man, uh, was tagging with you on the, on the European tours because oh, it was just unbelievable. And, uh, we had so much fun. And I always think about <laughs> when we were working with, uh, uh, Cologne brothers who they were, yes. they, I mean, those guys were magnificent. And, uh, 
we were in, I think it was it was it it was either German or Poland. I can't remember. And place was rocking, and we were. And those of you who don't follow, it's called a hot tag, where the where Santino's been getting beat up for a minute, and finally he tags me. I'm fresh, and I come in, and the crowd goes crazy to beat up the bad guys, and we milk this thing, and we milk this thing, and and everyone who knows your career, if you get that cobra on, it's over, because if the, if the cobra gets you, it's good night. But uh, the clones came up with a great idea. They took the cobra away from you. So you could not put yeah. it on because without the Cobra, you just had a regular arm. But for some reason, yeah. the, psychologically, when you got that on, it, it was it was the strength of 10 men and your four little fingers. So it ended up where it ended up draping over the apron in the opposite corner. The Cobra sleeve was just sitting there and we work and it was like 12 minutes of this match. The place is going crazy. They go for something. You reverse it. You're crawling towards me. You pick yourself up and normally you would jump and dive and make the tag and I'm ready to go make this tag. It's night 12. I'm ready to go to make this tag and you look at me with a with a grin and you put your finger up and say wait and you turn and walk to get the Cobra and turn around and clone cut you off and you start the heat all over. I was so pissed because I fell for it. The place was going crazy. Do you remember who was waiting for us when we came up the ramp? In the back, I, I, I know Cena wasn't very happy. With Cena me. was waiting for you and everyone feared Cena. Cena looked at you and goes, what are you going to say for yourself? And you looked at him and said, nobody got hurt. And I just, <laughs> just fell out laughing. Like It was just... Well, Unbelievable, but we were we were at a point where we can now experiment with different ideas. So, okay, but that was actually in Minehead. That was in Minehead, England, at the end of one yes. of the camps. So, you, like you, everything you said was right. They beat me up. The cobra was draped in the opposite corner. The opportunity came. The ring was clear. There was nobody else in the ring. One guy fell over the top. One guy fell through the rope. And then I looked at you, and you're saying, "Come on, come on, come on." And I looked at the cobra, and I looked at you, and I looked at the cobra, and I looked at you, and you're like, forget the goddamn cobra. Yeah, I was you know, tired and it was cold. <laughs> and, was, and I looked at the cobra, and I just, 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 just one second. <laughs> and then when I got the cobra, they, they shut me down. But, so it didn't work. The crowd was legitimately angry because of the stupidity. <laughs> yes, it worked, I'm but not, it didn't work. They were mad they, at you. They were, they were mad at me. Like you had all the chance in the world to make the tag. Why would you go get the Cobra? You deserved the beating you got after that. I think someone yelled out how selfish you were, <laughs> but I didn't give up on that. No. So the, the next European tour, I said, you know what? The crowd was wrong, man. That was funny. <laughs> and, uh, and I, I did it again. And this time they actually laughed. They didn't get the first time they were not happy. You got to experiment, that. you know? Yeah. I mean, we all can't make the right decision 100% of the time. <laughs> yeah. No, you, and and you the know. beauty of Santino is that he can screw up and it's, 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 it's part of the game. I think it's, that's it's what part, part of his character. I think that's the best thing about a character is if you are relatable. <laughs> Because people, screw, everyone has that one friend that always screws up, but he's got a smile on his face, and it's hard to stay mad at him. Yeah. And let's face it, in real life, that is me. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know about the smile and forgive you part, but yeah, the, the not true. But I mean, I, uh, you know, it, uh, look, I, I was nothing like the character I played on television, and uh, no, you were uh, Sandow was uh, an elitist. Yes, I, I was very aristocratic and everything, and. Uh, 
You know, I, I think the only time, because, like, again, we're keeping it real. Uh, this was at a point where, like, so so the three of us, and I, I think part of our um, our aura, why people were so fascinated, like why the three of us travel together, was because our personalities were so different. Yeah. Um, you know, how Santino was positive all the time, 100% of the time, like to wear scarves and tight jeans. Um, let's face it, you were... You I hated just, everybody. Uh, yeah, and that's fine, and, yeah. and that's good. And and I was very much kind of a middleman, um, but no one really knew how insane I actually am. And I'll, I'll admit that because I've I've since you were you were paranoid to say the least. Yes, and um, so again, we had such a great dynamic. But like the three of us, we we loved the industry so much that we would take it very seriously about how like your baby faces on a heel, but like, the, do you guys remember the time in Providence? And it was the only time during this period that I ever saw Tyrus smile. And st- there's a picture of it out there somewhere to where we were in Providence. And um, I, I have a huge family. And if oh, we were in a, with a hunt with a hundred miles, <laughs> they would all show up like 30, 40 deep. This is the uncle and, guy, isn't it? Yeah. It's uncle Mike. Yeah. And uncle um, Mike. So Uncle Mike and my sister thought it was cool to go stand out with the marks. And there's this little half fans, that, fans, Aaron. Fans. Fans. I'm sorry, the fans. fans. Excuse me. Come on uh, with the fans. Um, and there's this little half wall. Wait, is Mark a bad word now? Is that uh, it, it, you don't share it? You, they don't know what it is. Now they know what it is. Now I'm everyone sorry, I, ever I called a mark the- is now insulted. Thank you. That's Sorry, Brad. That's why I uh, but my son Marco because yeah. I wanted to rib him a little bit. Yeah, thanks, Aaron. Oh, yeah, there you yeah. go. Well, sorry. You just ruined a father and son relationship. <laughs> hey, what would the three? Hey, if I didn't ruin something and the three of us got together, what kind of a conversation would it yeah, be? Exactly. Um, yeah, that's that's true. So there's a half wall, and my uncle and my sister thought it would be cool to go stand out and watch us when we were like, I think going to the house for sandwiches after or something like that. And I'm again, I I let the the two of them get in the car uh and then i gave it a couple minutes and i'm going to the car and as i'm walking i just see the silhouette of a man standing on the half wall with no shirt on like and his hands up in the air and i'm going what the hell's wrong with that guy and then i hear him i go oh no that's my uncle mike and he's he's screaming that's my nephew that's my nephew and like i was actually like kind of having to dress up a little bit at the time and again very aristocratic elitist i saw red and i had tunnel vision and i walked over to him and i just started yelling him like you know i'm not gonna say any expletives here but i you know what is your problem you're insane you're embarrassing the family but then it was almost like the blinders came off and i realized that there was probably about 200 people, 200 around people him. looking at you berate your shirtless uncle who was in a sweat stained white pair of pants with flip-flops on yes i remember i know they were well. boat shoes yes there were bo- boat, boat shoes, shoes. i apologize yeah forgive um, me but then so i got so mad but then i was like oh no and then everyone goes he wasn't lying that is his nephew and then i i had to i ran in the car and i was just i i like a child i hit up i, I covered myself oh. And as we're driving out, there is a picture that Tyrus has the biggest smile on his face because of my misfortune. Yeah, well, because they were, he was, I was satisfied because you are always in control. 
At least you like to act like you are. And you hopped in the car. Your face was red. You were so angry. And then I rolled the window down and waved goodbye to your uncle and smiled at him. And that's what the picture was. And you were like, roll the window up, please. Do not speak to him, please. He's ruined my career. My career is ruined. My career is ruined. People are going to see this. They're not going to believe this. And I was like, oh, my God, Aaron. Like, let it go, man. I said, if you don't stop talking, I'm going to get out of the car and take a picture with him. And uh, which (laughs) I never like to do. But you did stop. Don't you dare touch that dial, and if you do have a dial, you need an upgrade. We'll be right back. We had some – you were always the, – the one thing I have to give you credit for, man, is you were okay with being the butt of the joke. And Tino and I got you on some good ones. The the race uh-huh. the racial fight with me and Santino was pretty good. And, that, uh, yeah. that was uh, the best joke. I'm sorry. Like, you guys – I will hand it, right? I mean, I, I will give credit where credit's due. Um, and look, being in the wrestling industry, I think we're all kind of smart to the, you know, the work kind of people trying to pull a fast yeah, one. We're all us, magicians, so we don't fall for tricks. And we got you twice. One, one, you were really mad at us. And I'll, I'll go with the light one first. Tino, do you remember when we, because he went to sleep again and I just pulled, we went, we're driving for like 15 minutes or it was an hour maybe. And I just said, pull over to this random hotel and tell him that we're here. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Well, I, I was, I was mad. I was, I was pretty hot. He, he got his bags. He went in the room and you and I drove off. And then instead of being like a good sport, he had a temper tantrum. He goes to check. He's like, I'm staying here. Just go without me. You hate me. You will. You both don't care about me. I'm I'm just I'll figure out a way. I'm like, get in the car, man. It was a joke. It's it's another four hour drive. Like, how are you going to get the, I'll get a taxi. I'm like, we're in Oklahoma. Like, there's no there's no taxis coming. I don't care. I'm rich. <laughs> yeah. He was just saying anything. And he, like he and then, did. We, did, we, did we stay there? Did we end up? Staying no, no, there? no, no. You I said no. I said, quote, him let's go and you tino said <laughs> tino said that's the truth there and that's what i said i said let's I go know. i'm tired he's never drives he always pulls his stuff let him let him <laughs> sit there and tino was like let me talk to him and then he went in there and he basically was like a like an uh, an, like your father who you ran away from home and he's come to the school to pick you up and he's basically grabbed your bag and said get in the car (laughs) oh hey looks like a special guest hey little guy uh that's your santino's kid marco clearly enjoying some of his dad's best moments and ours anyway so uh you were like let's go and then you didn't talk you didn't talk the entire time i had taken a lot of melatonin and um you know, because that was that would help you sleep, and um, I, I was just uh, you know very. Uh, but, but actually, I do believe ten minutes later I was laughing. It was a long ten minutes. It was a long. It was, yes, it was a long it, ten I, minutes. I, I eventually saw the humor in it, and um, then of course there's the again the, the mother of all ribs. That I, I mean, it was a pretty good joke. I, I, I'll. Yeah, I'll tell it to you. I wish I I wish Brodus could have seen the the view from the. I was driving, right? Yeah, I was driving. (laughs) Yeah, you were driving. So I had the I had the rear view mirror that I could see the guy in the back seat pop his head up like, look, his eyes were just big and wide open. Like this, this this will be our our climactic story uh, to end the show. But understand, uh, Tino and I were now listen, we we didn't have to, we didn't tell any stories about wrestling or the wrestling business. This is about us and how we travel together. This was going on for years, Aaron and his non-driving self. And we started to the point where, you know what, we're going to start messing with him a little bit. So, 
we did that one prank, and then I came up with the mother of all pranks because uh, I wanted to know what I wanted to know where Aaron's true allegiance lied. Was he because he always would try to be like Boris, I'm your best friend, or you know, uh, Brodus, I'm your best friend, I'm your guy. You know, talk to me. I'm the great. I'm the great friend. Uh, and, and that's Look, you know in the ring I was great that's all I'm saying this isn't about the ring so this I know but I'm- this is the <laughs> this is the ultimate we're gonna teach this guy a lesson and yep um since we we pulled over at a gas station and you arrogantly said to me uh Brodus why don't you grab me uh a soda of some sort uh maybe an orange soda <laughs> and I was like oh you're real clever and uh, <laughs> Santino and I got out, and Santino was like, he just told, gave you an order to get a drink for him because he won't even get out of the back seat. This is how lazy this guy is. Look, I had the bags in there, though. But in my defense, like, no, when I would stretch out, there was a system we had where we would fit bags no, in a you had a way. system. And, and, you know, for me to get out, it was a lot. And I didn't want to put that burden on them to have you guys unload the bags and everything. And I think we I had to see my point. You see my point, Aaron, America? Aaron was a piece of Tetris. Yes, he really was. <laughs> he was a 100% a piece of uh-huh. Tetris. So we go in the store. I look at Santino. I go, you know what? We got to get him. Like, enough's enough. And he's like, what do you got? What do you got? And I said, you and I are going to get into a racial argument. And Santino looked at me like, I'm not doing that. I said, no, no, no. It's, it's very simple. I said, because we always play music. I and mean, whoever's driving gets to pick the music. And... Um, I put my music on uh, uncharacteristically. I said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put my iPad on. I'm going to start playing my music. Wait till about the third song and start complaining like, hey, can you change it? I don't like this song. And then I will argue back with you. Um, and then uh, we'll go into the stuff. We'll get into an argument. And when the time is right, I want you to call me the N-word. And <laughs> Tino looked at me and said, what? I said, you're getting a pass. Don't abuse it. You're going to say it to me. And we're going to act like we're about to fight. No, that's a whole other story. I lost my phone one time in Toronto and he found it and he only agreed to bring it to me if I gave him a pass three times Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, because he wanted to be cool. Uh, And and brothers can give out passes. They're just people don't realize they're like weed cards. They're not federal. They don't they don't cover everywhere. It's individually. So, yeah. Santino was like laughing, like, oh my God, he's going to have a heart attack. He's like, you know what? Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. So we get in the car, we give Aaron uh, his drink, and we start driving. And, and we waited, you know, because we were so excited to do this, we almost blew it. And um, we we're driving, and I put on a song, and Santino was brilliant. He's listening to the song. He's like, oh man, can you, can you change that song? And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. So I changed it again. And he was like, do you have something that doesn't have so much drums in it? And I was like, what you mean drums? And he's like, like <laughs> he's like beats, man. It's just, it's always jungle beat, blah, blah. And I was like, what do you, what? I said, listen, man, I don't say nothing to you. When you play your music, you just played your music the whole trip. And he's, he's like, yeah, but my music's better. I'm like, what? I said, man, I'm not, I'm listening to my music. And then Santino went to change. Ooh, he went to physically change the thing. And I took my iPad back and I said, hey, man, don't touch my stuff. And he was like, what? And I was like, don't touch now, my stuff. And then keep in mind, I'm just going to interject this. Out of the two years at the time we were together in this, we never had a crossword between the three. Yeah, of us. there was never been an argument. So, never. And then I said, I'm playing my music and that's it. And he was like, fine, if you're going to play your 
and music than just play it. And he said it softly under his breath. I said, what? What did you say? <laughs> now, when I said that, I could feel in the back Aaron sit up like the Undertaker with his eyes <laughs> like they were going to pop when his mouth wide open. And I said, what did you say? And this is the best part, man. You took a breath like, I don't want to hear any more of your N music. <laughs> and it, we just I, left it quiet. And then neither one of us is saying anything. And Aaron but goes, I, I, Aaron I have goes. To, I have to explain how Aaron set up. If you have a sleeping dog and you shake a bag of treats, you see how, how yeah. the dog sits up? It's like he was on foot, so it was on fire. <laughs> yeah, like the, the first one, I kind of like raised an eyebrow and I went, wait a minute, am I dreaming or something? And then by the second one, Who's dreaming I mean, for this moment? I literally felt, and I, I will say this, all the breath leave my body. And like, he goes, I've never had that feeling and in you, my life. He says, he says, what are we doing, guys? What, 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 what are we doing? I go, are we being serious right now? Neither like, one of I'm us are talking. At- We're both staring at each other like about to hit him. And then I see Aaron look to Boris like, what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> no, no, no. Yes. No, no, yes. No, he, no, picked, no. he picked sides. He went with, he looked, don't you, no, I, no. you I saw it. And then he I looked to Boris like, what's our move? What do we do? No. What no, do we do? It's us against him. him. What do we do? He formed no, an alliance. No, he picked no. sides. And there may have been a nod. There was, no, thank you. There was, there was a nod. No nod. There was no, a there was no 100% nod. a nod. And then I looked at him as, as if to, I said, what did you just say? No, like, no. like you, you idiot, you miscreant, you. I think I you mean, look like, at him like, I think I can hold him while you get out of the car. I think that's no, what you were saying. No, no, and, no. Absolutely and then not. before we'll ever know what you're going to do, Santino starts laughing because he could. Oh. He, he broke character. The only time you ever broke character. I held, I held it for like a good it 10, was 15 10, 15 no, minutes. It was, yeah, it was long. It, it was like 15 or however we built, long. We it built felt it. like an hour. And then all yeah, I could say like as as we drove the thing and everyone's laughing and I was like, yeah, man, Aaron's racist. And <laughs> and, and uh, he was like, I, what? No, I was not. And to this day, he still tries to pretend like he did not look to Boris for like, what's our move? That, what's, no, what's our I, move? I looked to him as if to say, you idiot. What what did you just do? What did you just say? You're you're a complete jackass. That was what the look was. Here's for. I will here's why admit. I know That's a lot of information. No. Hey, listen, listen, listen. Aaron's never been quiet in his life. Why wouldn't he have just said, "Hey, what are you saying? Are you an idiot?" He would have said that, saying- but he couldn't say what he wanted to say, which was, "Boris, I got you. What are we doing?" Like, <laughs> no, no, because he no, couldn't say it. Shock. I literally was in complete shock because after having spent two years. And again, 300 days plus out of the year in a car with you two, never having an argument. That's very difficult to do, by the yeah, way, yeah. When, when you have different personalities. and stuff. We never had anything. There's never been an inkling. I, I mean, and this happens. And I, I was again, when I say like the breath left my body, I I thought I was dreaming for a second. I'm like, there's no way we're Who having this about conversation stuff like that. You're sick. And this is going on. <laughs> there is no way this is going on. Absolutely not. No, but that was but that was the greatest the greatest thing because it's not easy to play a guy who's always playing everybody else. So I was very proud of that. But you know what? Uh, 
Ooh, I want to thank you guys because I was a dark individual back then. And I'm not talking skin tone. I was extremely an angry dude. And you guys had to put up with no matter what you'd say to me, I would always say the worst side of it. You know, like lovely morning. I'm like, life's too long, man. You know, just no, you know, I remember <laughs> one time in the morning, someone says, hey, what's good, bro? And you're like, not a goddamn thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was in New Orleans after after WrestleMania that we had our and I, I know. Do we have to end this now? Because I don't want to tell a WrestleMania story. No, that's for another how, day. That's for another day. Yeah, this, how this Santino tried to console us yeah. after having, again, our souls ripped out of us. And I'm not exaggerating. But yes, that's that, ugh. I mean, I had some great, some liners. The whole like Big Show gave us a speech about we're a team, and you know, <laughs> people shouldn't, you know, because there was rumor that somebody was stealing in the locker room. I was like, a married guy lost his ring and tried to say somebody stole it. No, no man is stealing a wedding ring. It's just ain't ha- a man's <laughs> wedding ring, anyways. And uh, they gave this great speech, and uh, Tino and Aaron were sitting there, and, and he finished his speech, and I was like, ah. Uh, He's like, you know, because we're a team and teamwork. And then I was like, yeah, whatever, man. I'm going for mine. You watch yours. I'm watching mine. And that it was, was <laughs> and I'm not going to say it. F that every man for himself. Yes. All the jungle. You watch yours. I watch mine, homie. That is exactly what you said. Yeah. Yeah. Go back to your bus. <laughs> and then there and then they, then there is the classic speech that starts off by first of all let me just say I don't do well with dark liquor. <laughs> oh, the greatest non worst speech of all time. Yes. That is uh, we have to do this again because this yeah, is Yeah, we'll like, leave it yeah, there oh, cuz we'll take off that because oh, I would just like to God. say my speech was so badly good that it caused other people to confess their sins, cloud the water <laughs> so good that Dean Malenko could not cuz he tried to get me. I'll leave it the cliffhanger. He tried to get me because he said somebody left blood on the glass when they broke it. I looked in my hands and smiled. Go, I'm not bleeding. So, uh, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll uh, again, uh, man. This was so much fun catching up, and probably the only three people in the world who will enjoy this. But I don't give a damn. Uh, it's been too long. You know, we text a lot, but we don't talk a lot. And uh, I can hear <laughs> your your beautiful son in the background, man. Being a full time dad is is a pretty cool thing, man. And uh, it's weird yeah, because because your daughter at the PC. she showed up at NWA show and I was like wow it's really time for me to retire and we watched her like she was still a child like she I don't think she had a good time because yeah. literally every time she uh, what are you doing young lady uh, I'm I'm your dad's yeah. eyes I mean it was constant poor thing but uh, she started it, at the PC this week she's she's uh, works for, oh my god wow yep this is uh, what day is today Thursday this is her fourth day at work. So for and, those who don't uh, understand, that's the WWE Performance Center. Yeah, my daughter's started there. She's 26, and I got a three-year-old and a seven-month-old. So, you, so it's pretty pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, I have decided not to have children. So yeah, because you actually have to like date somebody to do that. So <laughs> I know, I, or I, I, fill I'm out working on that paperwork or whatever. No, you're yours. You're as asexual as it gets. There's only one you, and until there's another you, you'll wait. So. Uh, but for more <laughs> podcasts like this, you can check I'm us out. Asexual. Hey, you can check us out at foxnewspodcast.com. <laughs> this has been uh, Anthony Carella, a.k.a. Santino Morella, a.k.a. Boris. Uh, this is uh, Idol, Aaron Stevens, Damian Sandow, and now uh, world-famous actor Aaron Haddad. And, of course, uh, you know who I am. I have no one here to say it, so I guess I'll say it. Enough said. 
from the Fox News Podcasts Network. Subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.